Hello everyone, so welcome to today's episode of The High Life. I really hope you're enjoying this podcast so far and I really hope you enjoyed this episode in particular. And if you haven't already, be sure to check out all my other episodes. And as always, let's just jump straight into it. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about escaping our thoughts. So recently I've been reading a book called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle and it's really opened my eyes to just how damaging being so stuck in constant thought is. And I think because we're all so used to constantly thinking, constantly being in our mind, constantly being in our head, we don't see anything wrong with it because it's like the norm now. This book has really helped me learn a lot about being present and trying not to get too consumed with my thoughts. And it's inspired me in a lot of ways for, I think, a lot of um, podcast episodes and just different ways that I'm viewing life and just honestly just day to day how I go about my life and stuff. Um, But in today's episode, I want to try and explain some of what the book is about and my interpretation on it. So I want to start by saying that one of the most profound things, in my opinion, that Eckhart explains, and that is that we are not our mind. We're not our thoughts, but we are our soul. And, you know, we listen to these thoughts all the time. And so many of us identify ourselves with our mind and we feel as though that is who we are. You know, that little voice in your head and those thoughts that you listen to day in, day out, that is you, you know, and The thing is, is that I think that is one of the reasons why so many of us keep ourselves in that constant thought and that constant cycle of one thought goes and another thought comes and we keep feeding into those thoughts and engaging in them. And I think the reason why we do that is because we feel as though that is the only way we can identify ourselves outside of, you know, interactions with other people. So when we're by ourselves and, you know, we if we feel as though we're not doing too much we feel like we have to be in our head we have to think of all these different things we have to you know maybe plan for something or think about things that have happened in the past whatever it may be but it's almost as if we just can't turn that mind our mind off because we feel as though if we were to ever sit there with nothing going on in our mind then that means that, you know, we kind of risk losing identity with ourselves, even though that is not true, like, you are not your thoughts, you know, think about how many times you've experienced thoughts that are harmful to yourself, you know, think thoughts that make you feel really anxious about, you know, what's to come, or, you know, your future, or thoughts that have brought up, you know, things that have happened in the past that kind of make you relive, you know, your past trauma and stuff like that, you know, if you think about it, surely, if you was in charge of your own thoughts, you would never do this to yourself, you know, you would never sit there and say, okay, let's think about that one time, that one thing that really hurt me all those years ago, let's, let's, let's relive that, let's bring that up, and let's just think about that, and sit in it, and make me feel worse about something that, you know, I haven't even felt bad about in ages, really and truly, no one would choose to make themselves upset voluntarily no one would choose to sit there and worry about all the things to come if it was up to them you know like even when you know sometimes you're this is what happens to me all the time like you're trying to sleep but your mind just won't stop for one second to just let you breathe and I have found it so many times that when I get into bed it's like like what am I going to think about like it's just one of those things where because it's that empty space where you're just lying in bed and you're waiting to fall asleep it is so hard sometimes to really battle those thoughts and just get your mind to just stop and shut off because that's, for a lot of people, that's the only time that, 
you kind of get of complete silence or complete, you know, just alone time. And so all day long, you've probably had 101 things going on and you probably haven't been able to kind of really sit with your thoughts too much. So you get into bed and it's like, oh, all the thoughts come and you can't turn it off and you're trying to sleep. And if you were really in charge of your own thoughts, you would be able to just turn these off. You would literally just be like, no, I'm not going to think about anything. I'm just going to lie here. But you're falling asleep. And then that embarrassing thing you did two years ago comes into your mind. And then you feed into that fall and you keep reliving it and all the rest of it. So it's just one of those things where as much as we... Obviously, it's not to say that you're not in control of your own mind to an extent. It's not to say that you can't sit there and think consciously of what you're going to think about, you know. But thoughts come to us in a way that we don't realise. It's not always that you sit there. You don't sit there and think, okay what is my next thought going to be? If you ask yourself right now, what will my next thought be? You won't know. You don't know what your next thought's going to be. They literally just come to you. And whether you decide to feed into that thought and think, you know, more about it, that's when your conscious mind kind of comes into it. But the thoughts that just randomly come to us throughout the day, you know, at night, in bed, whatever, we aren't as in control of those as we think. And I think as a society, we are stuck in this constant cycle of non-stop thinking. But it's a really tiring thing to do. And I think sometimes we forget, like, just how tiring it is to constantly have something going on in your head. And I know for me that over the years, especially, like, in the last year, I found myself not living in my head as much as I usually do. And that is when I always know that I'm getting out of tune with myself, like... Even before reading this book, like, I can feel when I'm just in my head. And a lot of the time, growing up especially, I really found myself just in my head. And anyone that suffers with anxiety will probably find that you're in your head a lot. Because that's all anxiety really is, is just sitting there, thinking about all the possibilities and all the things that could go wrong and all the things that could potentially upset you. And it's all those thoughts that really make you anxious. And when you feed into those thoughts and you keep going around, it makes you more and more anxious. And it's just, it's honestly just one of those horrible cycles. And I know for myself that I can get so mentally exhausted at times because I find myself in my head too much. So that's when I know, you know what, I'm just not... I'm not in tune with myself right now because how can I be? Because I haven't given my second to just stop and breathe. It doesn't matter if, you know, you've been chilling at home all day because if you've been chilling at home all day but you've been inside your head for the whole day you haven't really given yourself a break and so for me I would say when I started meditating this helped me so much to get out of my head and getting out of your head can be one of the best things because it allows you to fully enjoy what you're doing like it allows you to just breathe to give yourself a minute to just be like I always talk about when looking forward to things can ruin what you're in right now. You know, you can be at the best party ever. But if in your head all you're thinking about is what you're going to do afterwards or the part, the place that you're going to go after this party or tomorrow or those plans you have next week, you can't enjoy where you are right now because you're too busy thinking about the next thing. And I think that for a lot of us, we do get to enjoy that that bliss, that moment of when, you know, you're not thinking about anything and you are really enjoying a moment. 
but we only really get glimpses of these this sort of bliss you know we only get it when in feelings like normally I think the problem is is that we struggle so much to not have those constant thoughts in our mind that we can only enjoy that bliss for say a minute or a couple minutes or however long because we're just so not used to it and it's kind of like it's an unfamiliar feeling and it can also be a bit of a scary feeling and so let's say for example you know you go on a roller coaster and when you're on a roller coaster you're not thinking about what's going to happen next because you're on that roller coaster for you know 30 seconds it's so intense it's so fun there's too much going on in that present moment for you to think about anything else however a lot of life is not like a roller coaster a lot of life is not always crazy always extraordinary it's not always amazing you know sometimes we go to a concert and for hours we can lose ourselves at the concert or watching a film or whatever but it always comes to an end at some point which of course is normal and no matter how you know um much better you get at living in the present there's always going to be times when you need to use your mind and you need to use your thoughts in a productive way however you can definitely enjoy much more bliss without things being so extraordinary so since reading the book I think I've really become more conscious of just trying to enjoy where I am trying to enjoy what I'm doing like even something as simple as right now in England it's so hot and I've been sunbathing and normally when I'm sunbathing I'll be lying there thinking of all the things I've got to do all the plans I've got to make all that stuff but I just try and take the moment to think you know what I'm just gonna enjoy it right now like I'm gonna sit here listen to my music and really listen to the music and you know not fill my head up with thoughts of all the things that are going to happen later and make me stressed about right now I'm just going to enjoy exactly what I'm doing right now and the more conscious that you of the more conscious sorry that you become of the present moment the more amazing things feel so like if I'm really conscious of the fact that I'm listening to this song and I'm and I'm really listening to it then I'm going to enjoy that song so much more than if it's just background noise to my thoughts and if I'm lying here and I'm like oh my god this sun feels so good on my skin like it feels so good to be like in the heart and to be enjoying the summer then I'm going to really enjoy that so much more than if I was just you know complaining about how hot it was or just not really paying attention to my surroundings and I think one of the reasons why meditation is so good at helping you kind of get in the present is that when you first start meditating especially it can be really really difficult to kind of free your mind of thoughts and I know me especially I really struggle with getting those thoughts out of my mind um and so when you start meditating you just feel like oh my god the more I try to not think the more I'm thinking but what you tend to learn um when you start to meditate is to just let the thoughts come and let them go you know don't label them as good or bad don't judge these thoughts don't say oh my god that thought is a terrible thought and it's making me anxious or that thought is a good thought and the most important thing is that you basically don't feed into that thought you don't engage with it you see it you see it come into your mind and you watch it leave and that's that's how it goes you know and when you do meditate especially for say like anywhere between like 10 to 20 minutes if not longer it's very difficult to keep a thought out of your mind for that long so the thoughts are going to come 
and you're going to see it and you're going to let it go and then you can refocus and that's fine as long as you refocus and I think the thing about these thoughts that come and go is that if you don't judge them if you don't judge them as this is a bad thought this is a good thought this is a thought that's making me upset whatever if you kind of get into the habit of doing that it will help you so much like it will help your mental health so much it will help your anxiety so much if you struggle with anxiety and just things like that because this is what happens a thought comes into your head and you feed into it you pay attention to the thought let's say for me a thought comes into my head of oh my god how embarrassing was that thing that you did last week and then I see that thought and I'm like, yeah, oh my God, that was so embarrassing. But you know, it was even more embarrassing than that was what I did two weeks ago. And then I start thinking about that. And then I just start thinking, oh my God, I'm so embarrassing. All these people must think something of me. Like everyone must find me annoying. And then you kind of find yourself going off on a tangent in your head and you're going through this cycle of just feeding into these thoughts more and more and more. And so you find yourself in a place which is nothing has nothing to do with that initial fall but all it's done is made you more anxious it's, it's brought you from relaxed to anxious to worrying and once you kind of feel that anxiety everything can make you feel worse and I think that's something that happens a lot with anxiety and this is what I always found of myself so I would say when I was around like 17 18 and I kind of started drinking um, I would find that I would always get anxious that night. So I'd drink, I'd be fine, I'd have a great night, I'd get into bed, I'd try to fall asleep and my heart is just beating out of my chest. I think really and truly it was just the alcohol was kind of like um, just reacting with my body in not the best way. Like you know when you drink you have like a lot of energy drinks sometimes and I always used to drink a lot of energy drinks when um, when I would drink. You know what I mean like Red Bull and Vodka or like Jaeg bombs, whatever. So it was really just a chemical reaction. It was just my body f finding it difficult to kind of calm itself down after all the alcohol that I've been drinking. And so because I had suffered with anxiety before this and had never, obviously I'd only just started drinking, as soon as I would feel that feeling of my heart bump, like my heart beating really fast and all the rest of it, I would just take it as, oh my God, like this is anxiety. Like I'm feeling anxious right now. But I don't know why I'm feeling anxious right now. So then I would sit there and I think, okay, what do I have to feel anxious about? And then there you go. And then you're on a tangent thinking of all the possible things, all the possible outcomes, all the possible reasons that you have to feel anxious. And then I would get more anxious than I ever felt at first. And you know, I could end up having a panic attack or I can end up just like feeling so bad. And so it's really, really difficult, especially if you have anxiety, because that feeling comes and you're sat there thinking, why do I feel like this? You try and find a reason and all it does is make it worse. So meditating can really help you kind of just let these thoughts come. The, the thoughts are always going to come. Those anxious thoughts, those depressing thoughts, those thoughts of the embarrassing moment you experience, they're always going to come into your mind. It's just about letting them go. It's about not feeding into them. It's about not engaging with them and making them worse and kind of letting them spiral out of control. Let them come, let them go. Don't judge them. Don't hold on to them. Don't feed into them. You, you are not your mind and if you don't give in to that fault you don't lose any part of yourself if anything you just help yourself to gain you know more peace
And, you know, I know that a lot of people um, talk about how being with a certain person, you know, a friend, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, whoever, and that person kind of helps you be more present. Like, when you're with them, it really helps you just kind of enjoy that bliss. You know, when you're together, you're not thinking about other things, you're not anxious, you're not preoccupied with what's to come and what hasn't come and all the rest of it. You're really just there and you're present and you're with them. And I think that that is the reason why so many people fall in love with this type of person because that person becomes their bliss you know if you date this person you know that when I spend time with you you're going to help me really enjoy myself and really enjoying yourself and being present in the moment is what it really feels like to be alive and if you can find somebody that does that for you then that's honestly the best feeling that you could ever have and so the more people you find that you feel as though when you're with them you don't need to you know, constantly worry about other things or you find that you're not constantly stuck in your own head, then those are the people that you should surround yourself with. It doesn't need to be a boyfriend or a girlfriend. It can literally just be friends. Like, I know for me, I have loads of friends that make me feel like that and can really help me just just enjoy the moment and I'm not too preoccupied with my mind to not be able to enjoy the right now. And I think that so many people don't really understand just how much of an effect being in your head so much can have on you like if you spend your whole life in your head you'll never be truly happy because you'll be too busy thinking about what's to come to be able to to, so you're not even able to enjoy the right now you know it's so weird like we can spend weeks and months looking forward to something and we can be talking about it and we get there and we don't even get to really enjoy it because we're just thinking, oh, this is good, but like it's going to be better when, it's going to be better when. And I know I always speak about this, and I know it's a really difficult kind of habit to get out of because that is what life is about. Life is about having things that you're working towards or having things that, you know, you're excited for and all the rest of it. And that's all well and good, but you don't want to have your entire future or the thoughts of your future or the plans that are going to take place in your future just completely diminish what you're doing right now and this is what I mean when I say you don't have to be doing something extraordinary in order for it to be good or in order for you to enjoy it or in order for it to be your bliss you know you can take any day and little moments little things that you do here and there can really help you enjoy it in a way that you probably haven't been able to enjoy a lot of things and so something that you know he speaks about in the book is that when you find yourself just not being present just too much in your head then just try and be really conscious of what you're doing you know listen to the song that you're listening to but really listen to the words you know don't let it be background noise or when you're literally something just walking up the stairs like be conscious of what you're doing like you're putting your foot on each step and all the rest of it and I know it sounds silly but the thing is is that so much of our life is just automatic you know it's like you just you get up out of bed and you go downstairs and you brush your teeth and whatever and it's kind of there's so much of our life that because we've done it for so long we do it every morning like there's certain things that every single day we do and especially you know when you start work and stuff like that and you get yourself into a routine it means that you're kind of just going through the motions but you're not really paying attention to anything that you're doing and that is why when things are new everything is fun because you haven't 
becomes conditioned to it yet because you're a bit more conscious of it and so you're more able to really enjoy it so let's say Thursday at uni I was there I was loving it I was thinking this is so cute like I've got my own little accommodation and I'm I'm getting ready in my own little bathroom and I'm doing my you know I'm making my breakfast in my own little kitchen and I'm walking onto campus and everything is so fun and exciting because it's new and you know I love it but a few months down the line it's like I'm not so happy that I've got my own space and I'm in my own kitchen making my own breakfast all I'm thinking is I'm making breakfast and I'm not even really thinking about it I'm just going through the motions and so it's really good from time and time to just kind of remind yourself that what you are doing despite the fact that you've done it for years or months or weeks or however long is still good and sometimes we think that you know because we are doing the same thing time and time again it's not fun and it's not exciting and don't get me wrong it's always good to bring new and exciting things into your life and I'm the type of person that always wants something new going on But I can also really appreciate the things that I've had in my life for so long. You know, like, I've sunbathed in my garden for years. But but now that I'm more conscious of it, I'm enjoying this, or I'm enjoying sunbathing more today than I ever have before because I'm actually taking the second to think about what I'm doing. And I'm really enjoying the moment. I'm not sat there just thinking about what I'm going to do tonight. I'm just thinking about right now and I'm enjoying right now and I'm allowing myself to enjoy right now. And I think sometimes we don't realise just how much we stand in our own way of our happiness. Like you can be in an absolutely great environment doing great things and then you get in your head and it ruins it. You know, you can be in an amazing relationship with somebody that makes you feel good and makes you feel happy and you know you love them and whatnot and then you can start feeding into these thoughts of what's going to happen if we break up you know what what's what am I going to do if we end or are we going to end when are we going to end all these sorts of thoughts ruin the right now and don't get me wrong of course you have to think ahead to an extent you shouldn't just go around falling in love with any any Tom Dick and Harry that you you know might see no future with however doing all of that doesn't actually change anything you know constantly worrying about you know if you're going to break up and why you're going to break up and when you're going to break up won't change the fact that if inevitably if inevitably sorry you're not going to end up together worrying about it isn't going to change it but what worrying is going to do is ruin what you actually have and so we can sit here and we can you know, worry about all these things that might happen and all these ways that we can stop being friends with people or we can fall out with people or we can break up with people. But inevitably, everything ends. Everything comes to an end because life comes to an end. And so it's so stupid, really. It's so self-sabotaging, really and truly, to sit here and wonder if something's going to end when we know that everything does end and how something might end because really and truly how will that change anything if I sit here and I think of all the possible ways that I can fall out with all my friends what's that actually going to help because the thing is is that you will always have these faults because life continues go continues going you're always going to have a new friend to worry about a new relationship to worry about a new job to be scared about there's always going to be something coming into your life that you can potentially worry about it ending. But 
that doesn't change the fact that it might still end. And if you sit here and prepare for it to end, it won't change anything. You'll still be upset. You know, things will still end. You'll still be changed. And sometimes I think that's what we think. We think we sit here and we think about it and all the possible outcomes. Then in some sense, we're preparing ourselves for what's to come. But the reality is, is that nothing can really prepare you for how something's going to feel until you feel it. So, yeah, that relationship might end. But let's just think about right now and let's just enjoy right now. So then if it does end, I can look back and say, yeah, it ended and I'm sad about that. But I'm not sad about the fact that I spent that entire relationship really enjoying that person, making the most of that person. And if anything, sometimes being consciously aware of the fact that sometimes things do end helps you enjoy things a lot more. So I think that my biggest piece of advice is that when you find yourself just being a bit too stuck in thought or you find yourself having those negative thoughts or those thoughts that make you feel a bit anxious or worried or whatever just really try your best to distract yourself from it you know focus on your breathing focus on what's going around you and try to just refocus your mind on the present situation and bring yourself back to the now and you know you're not in control of your thoughts but you are in control of whether you attend to them or not so that is up to you if a thought comes and you decide to engage with it and think about it and let it spiral into something worse than it ever had to be, then you are the one that's making things worse. But if you have a thought and you, you just let it pass, you don't you try your best not to feed into it too much or not worry about it too much, then that will help a lot. And like I said, meditating is a really effective way to help you not overly engage with these thoughts or not, you know, make these thoughts worse or whatever. But another um, thing that can really help is journaling. So it doesn't need to be something crazy. You can literally just get a notebook and just get all your thoughts out on paper because something that I found recently when I really wasn't feeling in tune with myself was because I was too engaged in my head I had too many things going on in my head too many things to worry about and I honestly just felt like I couldn't breathe I couldn't relax I couldn't enjoy anything that was going on because there was just always something to worry about there was always something to stress about so I just got a notebook and I just wrote out everything I wanted to write out just get all those thoughts that you have down on paper just get them out because I think sometimes you just have to get them out so then you can just kind of clear your mind and keep things going and sometimes when you do write things down or even talk to somebody about things once you get it out you kind of realize oh you know what this isn't as bad as I thought you know sometimes I'll have something in my head and it's going around my head time and time again but when I write it down and I see it on paper I'm like this actually isn't that big of a deal this actually isn't worth ruining my day or ruining my happiness or ruining my mood so sometimes when you write it down on paper you see it that it's just it's just a fault it's just a harmless thought but it's a lot scarier when you're in your mind especially when you're just stuck in your head it can make it a lot harder to really escape it and for it to, to kind of not see it for just as harmless as it is it's really just a thought it's not reality but when you're in your head they, if it was a lot worse and a lot more intense than it really is so thank you so much for listening i really hope you enjoyed that episode um so yeah be sure to check out for my next episode that'll be out next wednesday at seven i am now on tiktok 
can head over to the Instagram, which is also called the High Life Podcast, BTS. Um, so yeah, if you want to see any more content from me other than just the podcast, then be sure to check those two out. I'm definitely going to try and upload more and more content on there and just bring you guys a more variety of things. So yeah, I hope you all enjoyed this week's episode and I hope you all have a great week and a beautiful day.